Holding on to the hurts that other people have caused you and not letting them go is the most surefire way of having a miserable life. It is. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that when you forgive somebody else, the person who actually gets the most out of it is the person who did the forgiving, not the person who received the forgiveness. Welcome to Through the Tuttle, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I discuss how carrying the baggage of previous hurts with you can have serious negative impacts on your life and how forgiving others not only heals them, but heals you. We hope you enjoy the show and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. When people live in the past, it's typically the traumas that they've had. And when they carry those with them, um, they have a hard time moving forward. They have a hard time being happy. Um, They have challenges in their lives. Um, And so it's letting go and forgiving others of past sins against them. Because most times, you know, we don't look at ourselves and say, well, I could have done this better if I did this better. Yeah, I'd be in this place. or I'd be... They look at, well, you, know, you did this to me and the market did that to me and the weather did this to me or whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's always... Your, it's often your parents, by the way. It's my, off. It's off. My parents absolutely. did this to me. My parents did that to me. They didn't and they did me. the best they could when yeah, they were raising yeah, you. Yeah, That's yeah. all they did. They did yeah. the best. They, what they knew, they, I, I thoroughly believe this, they did the best they could given their situation and how they were raised and how their parents were raised. It just passes down. And the hardest thing is to break that cycle. Right. When you've had maybe abuse or something like this in your, in your family tree of, uh, and my mom had a, told my dad, because they both grew up, you know, um, my mom and dad are both gone now, but they both grew up with uh, parents that would uh, beat them uh, if they did something wrong or whatever it might be. Uh, and when, my mom told me this uh, when she was living this right before she passed away. She said she had a conversation with my dad right when they got married. So when we have kids, we are not going to do that. Right. Okay, right. which is really cool. Yeah. That she was conscious enough to know that you could be triggered. You know, obviously having kids, you know having kids is pretty stressful. Yeah. <laughs> and they always listen to what you want them to do, right? Oh, oh mine, They always do that. Mine are perfect angels. <laughs> So it creates stress and you're like, ah, what? Don't you get it? Um, but uh, it breaking that cycle, I think, is like massively important. And that's, and that's really them forgiving their parents for how they were treated. Right. It's letting that go. It's a release. And that allows everyone to move forward in a different path. There's a great sports story that like literally illustrates what you just said. There was a guy named James Jones. He played eight, nine years in the NFL, was a Super Bowl champion with the Packers. He grew up homeless. And the reason he was homeless is I think both of his parents were addicts, but definitely his mother, who he was with. And that was his, his entire life as a kid, was going from homeless shelter to homeless shelter. He tells a story of one night when it got really bad, walking into a pizza place and literally begging the pizza guy for an hour for a pizza just so that him and his mom could eat. And he was a kid. He was, I don't know how old, he was just a few, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. And he was forced to have to go beg for pizza so that, his, that him and his mom could eat. Yeah, wow. But he was able to forgive her. Mm-hmm. And he was able to understand 
that what she went through was her pain. Like you just said, it wasn't something that she intended for him. It was just something that she was going through and he forgave her. And he always promised her that when he made it, he'd buy her a house because a house was a big deal to them. And sure enough, when he got his first big NFL contract, he bought his mom a house. And so he has lived this life exactly what you described. If anybody you know, can be upset with their parents and blame their parents and not forgive their parents, it's a guy like, like him, but he didn't. And not only was he able to have a more positive life and have all this great success, but he also, like you said, broke the cycle. Now he's a great dad. He goes back to homeless shelters and helps people like who are like him. And he's done those things. With his family, right? With his, yeah, they go in, and up in, I think in the Northern California area, they go up and visit homeless shelters because that's where he grew up. And so that ability to forgive his mother created a great life for him. Had he held on to those hurts, first of all, he probably would have never made it to the NFL. Secondly, even if he did, he'd be this miserable guy who had maybe won some trophies but didn't have anybody to share them with because he was so upset with life because of what had happened to him as a kid. But he let it go and he was forgiving. So it's a, it's a great story. Having compassion for others um, that we should, we should forgive is, is the best way to live because they're walking in their own shoes. We're walking in our shoes. Uh, we have no idea of their past. Um, whatever they did, if they intentionally or unintentionally harmed us, uh, it's, it's really how we respond to it. It's about how we respond, and we can control that. We can't control what somebody, quote unquote, did to us. Again, that's a weaker state to operate in. A powerful state is like, okay, well, I guess that's uh, what's meant to be. I wasn't supposed to be in this job. So I'm gonna go find something better for me over here, and I'm gonna do that. But it's in the free, but if you hold on to that, this guy fired me, and I'll never forgive him or her, you know, and I'm gonna hold that to my grave. And what I, I wish the worst for them. No, that's not a way to live. That's not yeah. a way to live. Yeah. No, no, it's not how you need to let go of that. And if someone fires you, you know what you should say? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Boom. I've only been fired once. And I don't think it was even a firing. It was more of an understanding <laughs> of parting of the ways. So you're in real estate. I was in real estate for less than a year. I know. It's funny. Yeah. And so uh, Ken Cosway, I still remember his name, was my boss. And Ken would walk into the office and he'd say, Jack, if you studied the real estate listings as much as you did the sports page, you'd already be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, this went on for a while and Ken finally let me go. And... Uh, you know, I have to say that wasn't one that really required a deep level of forgiveness. I knew that wasn't the right thing. And I did not say thank you to him when it was said time to go. But, you know, I was actually grateful to move on because I knew that wasn't the right place for me. Well, if, if you hold on to this stuff and you, and you don't forgive others, uh, you're going to have a hard time building strong relationships going forward. Because you're going to hold this, this stress going on right. within your being, this other person that harmed you. Right. Uh, and it's going to be challenging for you to move forward with that and build super strong, trustworthy, profound, significant relationships with others. Yeah. Do you think that it's almost like you'll be anticipating the worst in somebody because you're holding on to the other person's hurt? That's Can be. So yeah, you end up like the next person you meet, well, they're going to screw me over. Yeah. because That, that person did this to me and I hope this person doesn't do this to me, but I, I, I love them. I think they're, it's going to be great, but... You know, that's why you see, you know, people that get divorced, you see, you know, they, it's interesting, they end up marrying a very similar uh, energy uh, to what they divorced. And um, they end up getting divorced again, potentially. I mean, right, right. It happens again and again until they step out of it and go, well, wait a minute. They have to change their level of thinking, their level of being. You know, the problems 
of uh, today uh, cannot be solved by what created them years ago, right? So you have to come at it from a different level of thinking, different level of feeling, different level right. of being. And I think uh, that's what, when people do that, so they forgive. Jesus said forgive seven times 70, right? So um, I did this thing when I was in Guatemala. Uh, at night, there was, I uh, forgave uh, 35 people uh, for what they did to me at night. And in the morning, I forgave I, myself 35 times for what I did to other people. Oh, interesting. So 70, did that seven days in a row, seven times 70. Very profound exercise. Wow. Very profound. And it's just like stream of consciousness. You just write it, whatever comes to mind. And that was uh, significant for me. And there were some things that I let go of that trip. I let go of. And we all have these things of things that happen in our lives. A coach that cut me, you know, uh, for whatever reason. Um, We're all, you know, this path that we're on, everything that's happened in the past has led us to this very point today. So so where are we going to be tomorrow? What are we going to do about it? Um, and it's in the forgiving of other people that releases us from the bondage that that connection and that stress level has for us. When we can do that and release them uh, from us, then we move forward into a more empowered state. Yeah, 100%. I, as you were saying that, what I don't know why, it jumped in my mind, Nelson Mandela. Mm. Here's a guy who was in prison for a number of years and the only way he would be able to lead his new country as the president after being imprisoned by the very same country was to forgive those who had imprisoned him. And not only forgive them, but reach out to them and try and form bonds with them, um, which is just such a great way to live your life. The only way to live your life. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. And finally, check out our book, Through the Tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening, and have an awesome day.